Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. It's a spoiler, but on episode 215 of this podcast, Chiaki will indeed reveal that she is a man. just heard the song energy from the anime vivid red operation by the artist Earthmind, and this is episode 169 of the anime addicts anonymous podcast we are broadcasting live from japan and our sole mission in life our sole mission is to make your anime addiction worse thank you chiaki you're welcome mitsugi i am your host mitsugi and you've already met chiaki and on this wonderful spring winter morning in japan we are 67 minutes late for the podcast because of daylight savings. One of the most archaic concepts in the world. Which nobody except the United States? I, I think so, to my knowledge. God bless the United States. They just, just totally do their own thing all the time. Like the imperial measurement system. Imperial measurements, uh, gun laws, daylight savings. Oh, you know what? F the rest of the world. Canada apparently is with the United States oh. in daylight savings. Okay, so. okay. We're you sorry. Don't take it away from the Canadians. It's We're North America, as uh, Honor 64 puts it. We're sorry for dragging you down, Canada. <laughs> but but yes, Canada made also, and, and apparently the one person in the chat who's saying this is all of Canada right now, but the, the measurement system is, is just uh, just America. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Because it makes no sense. <laughs> no, okay, no. perfect. So, you can find us at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, and if you do that, of course, you'll get all the episodes as they update. Every it's time you subscribe on iTunes, an angel gets its wings. It's true, yeah. And a kitten is born and is extra fluffy. No, a kitten's only born if you leave us a review on iTunes, especially okay. one with five stars. Then it's extra fluffy. Facebook.com. Twitter.com, Ustream.tv, live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, come check us out. And on this day in Japan, you know, yesterday was a wonderful, sunny, beautiful day here. And then, and then the Kosa came. The yellow sand. And where does that... That sounds like a, that sounds like a military force. The Kosa. The Kosa. The yellow sand. 
And so in Japan, we uh, we get these things called kosa, which are essentially small sandstorms. And for those of you that don't know, Japan is a very windy country, country, especially in the spring. Well, we don't actually know if it's the whole country of Japan or just this region, because none of us have lived in Japan outside of this re- region in the spring. So That's true. just being fair. That's true, but see, there's this wonderful desert that's across from China, and the wind blows uh, east to west and carries this horrible sand over Japan and takes all this pollution with it from Shanghai. And so, and so Japan is treated with a wonderful bath of yellow sand in your eyes and pollution in your lungs. Every spring, it's so beautiful with the flowers. Oh, Mitsugi. Opening rant brought to you by Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast. No, brought to you by the Church of Mitsugi. Oh, yeah. So, well, that's a bit of a cultural note. Everybody in Japan knows what kolosaw means. So, so we have two new forum members today, and we would like to welcome Under under a Bridge Eating BG. I don't know what BG means. Normally, I've heard BG meaning background, but I, I don't know. Okay, it is now officially the chat's mission to come up with what BG means. Yes, this is one of Chiaki's favorite things, so come up with some good ones. Billy goats. Billy goats. Mission. Eating billy goats. <laughs> and Mike Kedu is the other new forum member. So welcome to the forum. I will be looking forward to hearing what BG is in the coming weeks, or coming uh, moments. Cram is not with us, as he is preoccupied doing something. So, trivia. Busty Germans. Very nice, yes. Ooh, busty Germans, eating busty Germans. That just became sexual. It did. So, the answer to the trivia was Victorique from GoSick. British gymnastics. Big Gundams. Big Gundams. Oh, there's like f- just just before I since this is the most disjointed opening ever. There's like <laughs> six mecha shows coming out next season. And there's a real mecha being built. No, I'm just kidding. Somewhere in the world. So the uh, correct trivia answers were Cool Manio, Nelly 1876, Icy Rose, Tyvoon, Shivam, Reiji, Under a Bridge Eating Big Gundams. And astrophysics. And the winner for the week was astrophysics. So, congratulations to you, sir. And astrophysics is also the winner for the month. So, you are extra lucky today. Congratulations. Yay! New trivia is going to be up in like, I don't know, three minutes and three minutes from this episode. So, if you're listening to this pre-recorded, it's been up for a while. Hurry! Um, and, uh, yeah, the new theme is badasses. 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 Yeah. I made sure there were some tough ones in there, so all you guys that think you're badass at trivia will we'll lose. Speaking of being badass at trivia, there's a, a challenge the hosts on the forums. There is? A, a quiz that tests your knowledge of anime openings, and, and Mitsugi and I took it, and we tied. That we got different anime correct on at least a few of them we still tied in points it's remarkable that there's a hundred questions and yet we tied yeah i find that remarkable well i guess it just goes to show you that 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 score is is about average for someone anyways yeah and uh it was quite fun it's it's really interesting to 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 have a song played in your ear and you can sing the whole song in your head from beginning to end you don't know what it's It's like what 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 is this song it's one of those. It's one. You know what? You, you know what it is. It's these songs that make it into our iPods because because they're on the podcast, 
and then we don't remember what they're from, but we hear them over and over again, and so we like them, but to no avail. See, really what we're doing at the start of every show is helping you with trivia. Yeah, of course. we say that song brought to you by. So, mailbags. Woo! I, I do love mailbags, oh so much. Grand Al writes, Since you're in Japan, I was wondering if you could provide insight into how American comics are received in Japan. Is there a market for American superheroes and such there? In addition, do American cartoons like The Simpsons or Family Guy air there? If so, are they altered, as I imagined many of the references would go over the Japanese audience's head? Thanks. One thing that came to mind that only really pertains to the last part of the question when I first read this was um, the movie Ted has relatively recently made it over here to Japan. And the reason why there was such a big lag is because... Basically, I'm not sure if it was entirely redubbing or just their subtitle choices, but they pulled a Shin-chan, where... They did. Um, they basically took out almost all of the American jokes and put in Japanese jokes, because half of the contextual jokes um, would not make sense to Japanese people. Um, and, of course, vice versa with Japanese comics uh, or jokes to Americans. So, um... Then going backwards in the question, Simpsons or Family Guy, I think the Simpsons had a, a, a little bit of an airing here. Pe some people, people know what it is, but it's not popular, and Family Guy definitely hasn't made it over. And if it did, it would pretty much go through an entire redubbing, I've no, no doubt. Um, and then, as we mentioned on the topic last week, um, it's not DC, Marvel, American Comics... They're not really that popular over here. I mean, you're going to have the fans, the people who like Iron Man or Wolverine, especially with the movie revamps that they've been getting, but they're not that popular. So I, I, I was really curious because it seems like almost all of my students have seen the movie Ted. Even, <laughs> this is maybe a different, a podcast topic for another episode, but in Japan, R-rated movies, you can see them if you're 15. Yep. It's like, whatever. Yeah, so you so you can't buy NyQuil in Japan, but you can take your kids to see slasher. But kids can see slasher movies on their own when they're fifteen. That's great. So I was I was really curious about how Ted actually did in Japan because it's it seems like it's so popular. And I'm looking at the international gross, and to my from what I'm looking at, Jap only the United Kingdom had more of a of more of a following than Japan internationally. Hmm. So. Ted looks like it had about 39 million in sales in Japan um, so far. So that's a, that's actually a lot for for a country that doesn't really have, you know follow movies that much. So did we answer the topic? I mean, did we answer the question correctly? I think so. People know what American superheroes like Spider-Man and Superman are, but you but you're not going to see comic books in the comic book stores and stuff like that. You know that's. Completely reserved for things like fairy tale, One Piece, Naruto, uh, and then Major, and a number of other very popular manga. So, you want to read the second question? Oh yeah, I can read the second question. Nelly eighteen seventy six writes: If a really good anime had some bad fan service in it, would it knock it down a few levels, or would you not care? Mitsuki, I went first on the last question, so uh, I think it's your time. Well, this is a this is a question that I am well acquainted with because it seems like it happens all the time. Hmm. Yeah. Um. 
I honestly, I get really irritated when there's a show that has like has a serious message, and they totally feel fine putting really inappropriate things into the into the anime. So, I I don't want to have I don't want to have an anime about about World War Two or something, and then randomly have you know ass shots of of fifteen year old girls yeah placed into the show because it pulls you it pulls you out of the out of the drama. I completely agree with what you're saying there, Mitsugi, because I I think it depends on the type of anime with how glaring it is. Like, if it's just your random, like, ha-ha, we're a con- comedy anime, and, and it's really funny, and then it has a little bit of that fan y stuff, then, you know, I... I guess I can forgive it a little more than, like, if it's something, as you were saying, like, an, an in-depth, like, war anime. Um, but that also being said, I do think there are various degrees of offense to fan service. I mean, it's like, if there's that one scene that the girl is coming out of the bathroom, and she's just wearing a towel, and, you know, she's wet, and then, like, <laughs> they have, like a little scene that of, that in itself is fan service i that's what i'm saying okay i'm saying there's different degrees of fan service where like she comes out they say two lines and then she goes and gets dressed and that's all it is and and that's it for the show then that isn't as offensive to me as something like finding ways for a three-year-old ah. to be shown through whoa like, panties whoa there goes there goes the uh the the, the clean label. Oh my god, I'm not like, I'm not going... <laughs> Lord, Shiaki. I'm not going into it, but I'm, let's face it, that's what happens. What? See, when okay, I... Okay, I'm sorry. Let's let's make it so Mizuki can edit this clean. Rather than like a 12-year-old's <laughs> private nether regions being outlined by her undergarments. Is that is that better, Mitsugi? How do I describe what's happening? I figured using technical terms would be... So, when I think of this question, I think of Sankarea. Right off the bat. Um... I mean, I didn't watch that show, but I heard your review of it, and from what I know of it, it's a very a show with a very serious subject matter that tends to have really dumb shit in it, and a lot of fan service as well. Yeah, that... And I just think that it's like, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a serious show that has a message and has a serious... Pl- Plotline, or do you want to be junk? It, it would be like putting, uh, you know, nudity and ass shots in Space Brothers. This doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing that made it even more offensive for that show was that that's what it digressed into. And I and I guess the fan service for me, like, if it's a one-off fan service and it's not particularly horrendous, I think I'm more inclined to forgive it than. If they they walk that road and then they find every excuse to stay on it rather than just being like, okay, here's the fan service, make 20 figures, we're going back to what we were doing now. So, I don't know, but one thing you have to understand is that age is not as important in Japan as it is in some other countries. Uh, The age of consent is 13, and women can get married at 15 in Japan. So... Very true. It's... When so it it is this and these and these anime are not made for America and in the United Kingdom and Canada and uh, you know countries in the West. It's you know they don't care that we are appalled by fifteen year old girls' butts. You know to them that's not even illegal. So yeah. whatever you know it doesn't matter. Anyway, so Chiaki, 
Yes, Mitsugi. What are we going to be talking about today? Today we are going to be talking about a topic requested by Dino Animasaurus. And this topic has been aptly named Keep On Keeping On Podcast, where we are doing a topic that is a behind the scenes about how this show has changed over the years. We haven't really done a, well, this is the podcast type of show in a while, so that'll be fun. It'll give you guys some fun insights into all the bagged stuff that happens to the podcast that you don't hear about. <laughs> the really, really bad stuff. The catastrophes. Yep. So, and then we're going to do a review on Hiro no Kakera, season two. Yep. And we'll be back in a minute, so don't go anywhere or I'll be angry. style takeover for the world right this second. This is Chiaki and this is your Anime News Break. First up, we recently did an episode on anime video games and well this is something to add belated to that list. Namco Bandai President Satoshi Oshita recently hosted a press presentation for One Piece Pirate Warriors 2 game for the PS3 and PS Vita this past weekend with Sony Computer Entertainment Japan President Hiroshi Kawano and Weekly Shonen Jump Editor-in-Chief, Yoshina Heishi, of course. Oshita stated that 1.2 million copies of the first game have been shipped worldwide, while 500,000 orders were received for the sequel. The game will be released in Japan for the PlayStation 3 and Vita systems on March 20th. European and American branches will release the title for the PlayStation 3 this summer, so it looks like it's coming if you are desiring it. In a previous news break, I talked about fairytale creator Mashima and the announcement that the fairytale anime will be ending soon. Now, the, man- the manga creator Hiro Mashima has recently noted this past week in Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine that while the anime is ending, it is, and I quote, it's not over yet. I can't say more than this, but I hope you can watch the rerun starting in April and wait for the day I can announce some good news. And he added, specifically in English, Anime is not the end. Don't stop believing. Which just makes me think of Journey, but if you're a huge fairy tale fan, I'm sure these words of encouragement sound like music to your ears. In other news, something that, while well, I incredibly desire to see upon learning it, a Princess Mononoke stage play is heading to Japan. The Leamington Spa, or Workshire Theatre Company, Whole Hog Theatre, We'll be performing a stage play adaptation of Studio Ghibli's Princess Mononoke in Tokyo at the AIIA Theater in, from April 29th through May 6th. The Whole Hog Theater previously announced that it will host a second run of the play at London's new Diorama Theater between June 18th to the 29th. So if you're in London, that sounds like something that you should be excited about. Tickets for the play's first run last year sold out within 72 hours and tickets for the second run sold out in 4.5 hours. So if you want to go, this is something that, well, you're going to have to jump on pretty quickly as soon as tickets become available. And finally, 
The April issue of Nikere Entertainment magazine reported that Kara no Kyokai Mirai Fukuin, the anime film epilogue side story of the anime adaptation of Kinoko Nasu's Kara no Kyokai novels, is being produced on schedule and is slated for a release in theaters this 2013. While a specific date has not been announced yet, I'm sure that is, well, very exciting news that it will be coming and isn't lost in pre, during, or post-production hell. This was Shiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be back to the show soon. We watched Unico and the Island of Magic. So they go into, they enter like this endless desert to find the Sphinx. Kevin is champing at the bit looking, where's Kenshiro? Heart of Madness. Kenshiro's gonna clean that Lord Karuku up. Like that freaking Unico is gonna be like, like the little horn is gonna pop up. There's gonna be like a little satellite dish on the end of it. He's gonna call, you know, he's gonna like, you know, on the other side of the desert, Ken's gonna get a phone call and he's gonna be like, what? I'll be there, turns to Barth's like, Let's, Let's go. go! Hop in the buggy! Where are we going, Ken? <laughs> the Island of Magic! Come on! <laughs> Someone needs to do a mashup. The Method to Madness podcast with Sean Ryan and Kevin Gray. Find them on iTunes and alphacounter.com. My name is Tony Oliver, voice of Arsene Lupin III from Lupin III the TV series, and I am an anime addict. Play podcast dance party. Shake it. Shake it. Bum 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 bum. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be left out of the yeah. I understand. I understand that. You're a very wise person. I do like that song though. It is groovy. It is groovy. And so, we are going to have an interesting podcast episode topic tonight. Woo! Or this morning, or wherever you are. <laughs> and, uh, we are going to be discussing things about the podcast that you don't hear about. Yeah. So we did, we did forever and ever and ever ago, um, we, I think we did an episode on making the podcast. Yes, um, and I think two, two podcast episodes, uh episodes before uh, how to make an anime podcast that's definitely in the archives someplace some, something uh episode 54 oh, was making your own podcast Chiaki uses the new handy dandy search function on the website and bam finds it in two seconds but uh and and we've done we've done a panel or two at various florida anime conventions over the years on on making a podcast but this question is is you know it's it's gonna end up being a little of that Especially mm. when we talk about how we've changed the show. Hopefully only a little bit. Well, yeah, when we talk about how we changed the show, we'll talk about the process and that. But um, a lot of this is, is kind of more the behind-the-scenes stuff where, you know, we're, we're going to talk about, well, the stuff that goes into making the show and the stuff that doesn't always turn out how we want it to. <laughs> uh, nervous laughter. So here's the brief history of the podcast. Yes podcast started in July of 2009. We actually oh. registered the domain name on the 19th of July. So we're so old now. 
Four years almost. Oh, how did this happen, Mitsugi? I don't know. Just, we just kept doing it, and then we just kept doing it, and then we got into a groove, and then we just kept doing it some more. <laughs> and then people started listening. And we were, and so we, we said, started doing it with other people. And we said, yay. <laughs> yeah. Yay. We're, we're not as old as some podcasts that I know of that are 10 years old. So, you know, not to name names. We're still we're still the spring <laughs> chicken. But, um, so yeah, so we started the show four years ago. Um, I want to say it was my idea. Uh, but it may have been. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm too old to remember things that happened four years ago. No, I, I, I think it was, but but you were you were definitely there during the, the musing session and I guess there's a uh a reason that uh that we have sustained is because among being maybe the technical strong arms of the show, it's kind of our 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 mind child i remember that way back in the day when we had valentine yes. i made her really angry right off the bat by doing the first episode without her yes. and she was very unhappy <laughs> by the way don't listen to that first episode it must be horrible <laughs> um but uh one thing and, and i've seen people comment on this one thing that we we haven't really changed from the start is we, we've tried to have an outline, and, and really all things considered, we've added things, and we've taken away things, and we've polished it, but our outline isn't too different from where we, we started, so that maybe is, is kind of nice. The outline? Yeah. Well, yeah. We've, we've added and removed features from it. Um, I recall that just looking at it, you know, we never we never used to do the birthdays, which we we which we also phased out again, but no. could, but it could come back in a moment's notice. You never know. You never know. Uh, we always did the we always did the four members and the trivia. We did not used to do mailbags. No, no, yeah. mailbags were something that was a relatively recent, I guess, all things considered. And initially, the trivia was not there either. Yeah. But um, and we used we used to to read news live. We didn't used to have news breaks, which yeah. Of course, when you when we started doing the live show, having having the news breaks was kind of a. It's kind of nice to have three or four minutes at various yeah. points in the show to go to the bathroom if you need. I I don't remember how we used to do the news before the news breaks. I no, I, we 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 read it like we. It was a segment on the show where we we each found like four or five articles and. What a time drain! I know, right? Yeah, and then Mitsuki said, you know, I listen to ESPN Radio, and they're the professionals, and oh wait, they have news breaks. Pretty much any change that happens in the podcast, just assume it started with, ESPN well, this Radio. is what they do on ESPN Radio, and and that's that's probably not too far off from the truth. But, um, so yeah, so we've been doing this now for, for four years, uh, a brief overview of things that have changed. We already mentioned the agenda. The website has changed now, one, two, three four times yes four times i think um four times uh been through one server migration there which was two server migrations two server migrations that's right which was scary and, and it had to add another server because they kept bitching yeah you're killing our bandwidth <laughs> it's a shared server but you're using all the bandwidth no one else can share when when we say it's unlimited what we really mean <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've, we've had to do that, especially when we started doing the live shows. Um, and, uh, equipment, uh, we started doing <laughs> this with a, a webcam for that we now use for the video only. For those of you that were unfortunate en enough to hear the first podcast episode, 
We used to do this with one laptop and one webcam. Yes. That is I know I've said this before, but now there are now there is now there are two webcams, which we only we've only been using one recently. Uh, two pencil condensers, three laptops. And a pencil condenser is a microphone. Yeah, microphone. And a mixer. This stuff's really not that expensive though. I mean all things considered. I mean it's it's definitely something that if if you're looking to do this yourself, I'd I'd let you get a f I'd recommend getting a few episodes under your belt before uh before Yeah. The thing about podcasting is that there's a lot of if you go on iTunes and type in anime podcast, there's like 700 podcasts and like 13 of them are active because it's so much work every week. Yeah. And people don't realize how expensive the crap is, but really you can get a mixer and two pencil condensers for like $250. Yeah. So it's really not that not that bad. And while some upgrades came out of necessity, like we we were using a snowball for a while, and then we lost access to the snowball, and then had to. Well, uh, the snowball wasn't that good anyway. <laughs> it really wasn't. It picked up all the sound from all over the room. Oh, you, mate, Sergey. It's true. You you're just a bit of bastard. I'm a bastard. <laughs> you you couldn't fart ten feet from that thing without sounding like you had your butt pressed up right into the microphone. Why are you farting? on the show. I just did. Oh, God. Me too. Um. Uh. As I fan the fumes into, into Chiaki. Take it. Take it like you like it. Oh. Oh, me too. Why did we go there? Okay. Um. So, so I guess that, that brings us, we already mentioned the agenda, but, um, I guess that brings us to what, what goes into prepping the show and what it used to be. Um. When are we going to get to all the catastrophes? Uh, we're, That's what I want to talk about. Well, we're, we're going to get there, Mitsugi. We'll all right, get prepping there, for the show. We'll get there together. Um, prepping for the show, as we already mentioned, the agenda is much different. I think, I think show prep went from, what would you say, how many hours a week to how many hours a week as we've grown? Um, it, it used to... I, I don't remember how long it used to take. I know that it takes... If you include how much all the anime watching, let's not include the anime watching. Yeah, but right. let's just say, obviously, we're all watching four to five shows, which you know is at least two to four hours a week, depending on how far behind you get. Well, depending depending on how mangled the episode is and how much editing needs to be done, I'd say it takes between four and five hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So Honor sixty four from the chat says, "I still don't know the origins of the show. How you guys came up with the idea." This was your idea. Was it not? <laughs> I just said it was, yeah. So, do you recall? It was four years ago. Well... You're not old yet. You have no excuse. <laughs> well, uh, we we were... we were, um, Or I was involved with, with some other people who were doing a podcast about, about something completely not oh, anime-related. Oh, that's right. Basically, it, it was fun, but it wasn't, like, my primary geekdom love of things. Um, obviously, anime is kind of cheap for that, and if I had to put a second, it would be video games. We were also both involved, as we've mentioned before, with our school anime club, completely unsurprisingly. And, you know, I guess I kind of had the thought that, hey, this whole notion of let's bullshit every week and, and impress our opinions on other people is, is fun to do. And But let's do it about something that we know a lot about. And that, of course, would be anime. Well, plus, we had a lot of friends that were interested in, were interested in the idea, and we all watched, watched anime, and we were all basically from the same college. 
And so, initially, every single member of the podcast came from the same college. Yes. So, all five of us. And the same anime club. The same anime club. Yeah. yeah. So. Which, I mean, should be completely unsurprising when you really think about that. Um, but anyways, uh, so we started out doing much less work every week. We had less things to update on the website, less moving parts to the show. Um, one of the big changes was the news, which at first we were rotating doing, and then I think it became a consensus that everyone else sucked at doing the news, except for me. <laughs> I don't know what... It, I, I, I don't really recall. One of the things we changed was, was the news, and, and I started doing that, and... I can't tell you guys if if you if you listen to the unedited news, we would have to make this explicit because here's here's Chiaki here's Chiaki doing the news and and I'll just pick something random. Oh boy, here it comes. Um, and in other news, the newest episode the 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 newest ep f bomb the yes f bomb. So the news might be the most heavily edited thing of the show. Um, but uh Well back in the day I used to also edit out all the all of the non fluencies. We were much worse at podcasting though. Recording one show would take us two hours and you'd cut it down to one once you cut out all the junk. Yeah, there was a lot of crap and then I decided that the reason why a lot of people that do podcasts die why the podcasts die and cease to exist is because the actual process of editing the podcast, if you try to do every little bit, is just suffocating. Yeah. It takes probably four hours to edit a two-hour podcast, and that's just too much. And the and it's really, really a, it's really not a fun process. So. But that's why, like, aside from the news, when people ask for bloopers from the show, there really isn't much at this point because I mean, in in our early episodes, we might have been able to to find some. Not now because we don't have the, any of the original recordings, but. Um, ev pretty much everything you hear live is what ends up in the final show. Yeah, I, I, I really only do between 6 and 12 edits now per episode, and it's mostly removing things like our real names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mess up that on occasion. The occasional F word, and, you know, the... When Mitsugi goes on a rant that's a little too extreme. The birds that land on our roof, and you can hear them... Clear as day through the through the cardboard box it is Japanese houses, and um, you know because Japanese houses they're made out of like styrofoam. You can hear you can hear people like there's their high heels clicking even if they're twenty meters away outside through your wall. But yeah, I mean we don't really have aside from the news, which normally normally it takes me one to three tries is is normally what it takes me, and I normally just. For each, like, news article, um, I normally just re-record every time I mess up, which sometimes it's taken me six or seven tries to get out one article, which sucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's... Huh? I want to talk about the catastrophes now. All right, we're going to talk about the catastrophes. Yeah, that's, that's what everybody's here to listen to. All right. Show catastrophes. <clears throat> We've had some catastrophes regarding guests. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to say any names. Oh, this one's so embarrassing. I might as well say it. So, as you guys know, we, we interviewed Steve Bloom a while back at the... I just said we weren't going to name names. <laughs> I'll do it. All right. I'll, 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 I'll own up to this. We were okay. interviewing Steve Bloom a while back um, at the Florida Anime Experience 
great guy, really nice guy, proved to be even nicer because of this. So it's Friday. Convention's three days. And we're like, it's Friday. We're interviewing Steve. We find a room in the convention. It's, like, separate from anywhere else, so we don't have to worry about random, you know, con people screaming in the background. Can we just be clear that that, that, that room was... Like it looked like the it looked like the room that the CIA pulls people into to <laughs> to badger and interrogate them. It was just an empty room. It was like it it was like a tile floor with a, with one steel table and two steel chairs, and the room was I don't know eight feet by by six feet. <laughs> I, I felt like somebody was going to come in and do good cop bad cop on me. <laughs> you know what? I think it'd be hilarious to have Steve Bloom do good cop bad cop, but no. Do you want me to kick you in the nuts? So, so Mitsugi was, was doing something, like, working or something not important at all. Yeah. And, um, so he's normally the one that runs all the tech, but I've done it once or twice. So I set everything up, and and I get it all working, and everything looks great. And never again. (laughs) And so we we sit down, and, and... Mitsugi comes in, and this is where I blame you, because he he didn't even look at what I had set up. He didn't well, you even were, check it. In all fairness, I walked in, and you guys had already started. We hadn't started. We were waiting for you. Well, I you know, all right, uh, perhaps, uh, 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 perhaps you were waiting for me, but I was so not willing to delay poor Mr. Steve Bloom any longer. Okay, that I just wanted to get it started. Long story short. Don't, don't, don't try to make excuses for your past failures. Wow, Mitsugi. <laughs> That's it. Pope hat's going on. You are an ass. That's um, it. Pope hat is on. Anyways, so Chiaki didn't select the right microphone. That's the long story short. And rather than using our glorious pencil condensing through the mixer microphones, we used the internal microphone of the computer and it sounded like ass it was completely unusable it it sounded like the surface of the metal table that we were interviewing (laughs) on and then there was mitsugi sitting with his pants off on the cold metal chair being screamed at by the interrogator no but okay so we got we got home and 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 by home i was that one that we had a hotel room that we were sharing. I don't know. We got back to base. Also call it base of operations for the show that weekend. And um, listened to it and realized what I had it done. It sounded like asshole. It was a, like a 40-minute interview and none of it was usable. So then Chiaki cried. I literally cried. <laughs> um, because, well, yeah, I didn't think that would happen. And... Um, emailed Mr. Steve Bloom and explained what happened and he this is why he's the <clears throat> coolest guy in the world. He gave us a second 40 minute interview and yeah. re-answered all of our questions. This time Mitsugi set up the tech. And uh um, So we bought him a fat Starbucks gift card. Yeah. That will buy him like three coffees in <laughs> LA because coffees in LA cost $15 a piece. But um but he was and, and, you know, he was totally cool about it. He's like, this is my job, and every time I do an interview, I answer the same questions anyway. But, yeah. So, that's that's one. So, the next interview, which is even more embarrassing, and I, I definitely don't want to say who this interview was with, uh, because, well, it was my fault this time. And uh, why, when, when he means... Oh, come on. Come fine, on. It was Vic Manana. I owned up to everything. It was Vic Manana. We were interviewing Vic Manana. 
and Ch and uh, Mitsuki showed up with all the equipment and forgot the power cable for the mixer. <laughs> it was really was it the power cable? It was the power cable. The power cable, very bad. And you should have seen the look on Vic on Vic's face. <laughs> uh, what do you mean you don't have the power cable? <laughs> uh, guys, what's um, going on? And so didn't his didn't his very lovely wife show up with a power cable out of nowhere? No, it wasn't. It, she was. I don't know if they're married yet, but she she was his fiance. His fiance. Um, but uh, yeah, what ended up happening was is he he was like, is is it a is it a standard mixer? And we were like, yeah. And he looked at it and he goes, I think I might have a, a power cable upstairs because apparently voice actors just carry that stuff with them. Yeah. Um. So I, I, after I sprint through the convention and knock over like six old ladies, get out of my way. <laughs> uh, you know, his his lovely fiance shows up with the power cable. Yeah. <laughs> rescues the podcast. And then, you know, it went from there. But I'm sure Vic will never do an interview <laughs> with us again. <laughs> Sorry, Vic. <laughs> of course, of course, the interviews that we've messed up with voice actors are like really, really famous voice actors. That's pretty much the only two interviews. Well, they're also the only, the ones that we do in person for the most part because, I mean, it's require requires you to drag all your shit all the way across the. Yeah, the only other, the only other, I guess, mess ups we've had with interviews is just stuff like time zones. Um, yeah. Which, of course, a lot of people, even before we moved to Japan, we were East Coast located, and a lot of people are West Coast located. Everybody. And it's very embarrassing that you show up and the person isn't there, and then you get an email about forty minutes later going, "I was waiting for you, but you weren't there," and then you realize you got the time wrong. Um, or, or situations like uh, the Melissa Fawn interview where you have to do it in a dealer's room. Well, I thought it, the, the Melissa Fawn interview went pretty smoothly. No, I think it did, too. Speaking of lovely ladies, yeah. Melissa Vaughn, very lovely. She's she's wonderful. Yeah. If, if, I could, if I could be her after having kids and stuff, that would be awesome. Um, so, yeah, those those were definitely, definitely some... I will say, though, we probably have interviewed 30 people over the course of the last four years, and I think we've only really screwed up maybe three of the interviews. Yeah. So, but but when we screw up, we screw up. Oh bad. yeah, we go <laughs> we go big or go home with screwing up the interviews. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh sorry, Vic, we forgot your microphone. <laughs> Just kidding, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Um, let's see. The I'll chat is calling for pics of what? <laughs> what do you want pictures of? Um. Blaze uh, Kazashi asked from the chat, "Do your parents mind you doing the podcast and anime and stuff?" No. My, I'm 27. <laughs> I mean, I started doing this. I was 23, and my parents haven't told me what to do since I was since I left for college. So. I mean, I've always liked anime. I've always drawn it. I've always watched it. I always enjoyed it. Um, and it's been something that my parents have never had a problem with. Uh, when I was in junior high, there as was, well they shouldn't. Um, yeah, right. Um, but when I was in junior high, as I've mentioned before, there was an anime VHS rental store. Um, <laughs> cause, cause, I bet that place is out of business. Yes, it is. Um, but, uh, you know, if I, if I got a good grade on, if I did well in school that week, my mom would take me to the VHS rental store and you could rent a VHS for $2 and I'd rent like two or three VHSs and, and, you know, my parents have, have never had a problem with it. In fact, they, 
they've watched the show, I think, a couple times, which... I know my mother has trolled the, the chat a few times. Yeah, right? She's like, she, she, she's one of the lurkers. She sits in there as, like, guest number four and just lurks. <laughs> I don't think my parents have ever been involved in the chat, but I know that they've been like, oh, honey, we were cleaning up from dinner and we watched your show. And I was like, okay... What? And then I stop and I think, oh, God, what did we talk about that show? Um, but no, I mean, I think I think if anything, if you want to do something like this and you're you're serious about it, you, what you should say to your parents is that it's going to teach you a lot of great stuff. Not to start go to like Sunday morning special territory, but it's going to teach you accountability, responsibility, doing things on time, being organized. I mean... Not to mention, depending on what field you want to go into, if you want to go in with anything journalism, um, it'll actually probably be something you can put on your resume. So who cares what the subject matter is? All right, so mass panic before shows. Oh, God. Mitsugi, you are awful. This is pretty much all me, I will say. But for good reason. Well, wait, can I, can I do a Mitsugi impression before show? Oh, dear God. An hour before the show. An hour? I'm, I'm going to... Go up. I'm usually at Jimmy John's an, an hour before the show starts. <laughs> an hour before the show. Uh, start start setting up the computers, maybe check things. 45 minutes before the show. Actually make sure the computers are set up. Pretty, still pretty relaxed. 30 minutes before the show. This is when people are either arriving, if they're in person, or calling in on Skype for sound tests. 25 minutes before the show. Something isn't working. It is the end of the world. Oh my god, how do I fix this? It's not working. Chiaki, fix it for me. Yes. Oh my god. There have been so many times where I've been like, Mitsu, is it plugged in? Yes, it's plugged in. Have you checked it? Yes, I've checked it. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Can can I can I can I look? Oh my god, fine, go ahead and look. But I've checked it. And then I like hit the mute button or something. <laughs> um but no, there's always some kind of mass technical difficulty that really isn't mass, um, and Mitsugi is dri driven nuts by I it. I just don't like to disappoint the viewers. Then there's normally something like, guys, 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 we're five minutes late. I, no one's going to watch. We can't do this if we're five minutes late. And now we're always five minutes late. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, and then it normally goes right up until the last minute before the show and Mitsugi says this is going to be the worst episode of the podcast ever and that's how we start the show or or Mitsugi's really hungry and I'm in the kitchen raging with my with my rage hunger <laughs> oh god <laughs> shut up I'm hungry I'm trying to make trying to make myself some uh some flapjacks I I cannot tell you you listeners how many times especially since doing um the live show during the news breaks, we have run off camera to smorph some variety of food. I've 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 well, run into the kitchen four or five times, going, um, um, just um. like that, just like that, <laughs> just like that. That's how I sound when I eat. Well, sometimes Kimiko shows up four minutes before the show starts, so she doesn't have time to eat, and 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 I get hungry every twenty minutes. Yeah. So if if I don't eat between segments, you know. But Mitsugi is completely unbearable yeah <laughs> about 30 minutes before the show i agree you're like your impression of yourself shoveling like hams <laughs> into your mouth was really attractive <laughs> just now 
That's what you get if you watch the live show. Chiaki. Chiaki's impression of herself eating. It's great. <laughs> tech failures. Tech failures. <laughs> After the fact, we discovered that lots of our tech failures were because our router was a piece of crap. And, uh, sucked. And, you know. You know what? We, we have these lovely birds on the roof of the house. And I, I think maybe they'd like to come inside and be the <laughs> and, and take Cram's place today. <laughs> um, spring has come, Mitsugi. It's the wondrous thing of life. Spring has come, but you know when I go outside later, I'm gonna. There's gonna be little. There's gonna be little tiny statues of birds encrusted with yellow sand on the road. Oh my. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh, what a lovely bird sculpture! Oh, oh, oh. And yet, it just looks like someone took these birds and, and took a sandblaster to them. Anyways, yes, the internet wasn't working for a long time. And we, before every show, would end up doing an internet rain dance to try to get it to work. It'd be like the... Quick, quick. Unplug the, unplug the modem, unplug the router, count to 30, plug in the modem, caress the router, plug back in the router, dance around in a circle. <clears throat> Not working? Try again. Change the interval to 20 seconds. Quick, call Bright House Networks. God Damn it, I hate Bright House Networks. Bright House Networks, you suck. You call them, they can't help. <laughs> oh, no, oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the modem wasn't plugged in. Sorry, I forgot. Um, yeah. Or it, or there, there have been one or two times where we've recorded the entire episode and then lost the recording. Yeah, that happened twice. And then had to re-record the entire episode. Which, let me tell you, that's really hard to sound exciting about stuff you've already said. I don't know if we've ever actually redone the whole episode or if we just trashed it. Um, I don't remember. So I feel you, like the first time it happened, we redid the whole episode, and the second time we trashed so it. So if you want to figure out when those times were, just look on iTunes at the timestamps, and you can pretty much tell if there's like a week <laughs> missing. Um, but, uh... And then there's, and then there's times when we have to deal with Roko's over-excessive drunkenness. Oh, my God. Roko's like, man, I just smoked three bowls, and I just drank, like, five vodkas. That's probably the Roko time that the podcast vodka. is, is, is most heavily edited. Roko doesn't drink vodka. But he, 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 sometimes you just get things from Roko that can't be said on iTunes. Yes. And so they need to be heavily edited. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. What other technical? Uh, Mitsugi has done this, I recall, on six or seven occasions. What? Where, Whatever it is, it's a lie. Where uh, he he didn't save the original recording correctly. Um, and of the seven news, times of yeah, the news, it's happened a couple times, and Chiaki has had to re-record the news. Which? Oh, I'm sorry. It takes like eight minutes. Uh, it takes closer to ten. I want you to know it takes closer to 10. <laughs> that's that's 10 minutes of my life that I can't get back. Um, so, there was we that. We need to have another drinking game. The chat is calling for it. Uh, that We would have to do the show at night. I, I also want to have... I'm not going to start drinking at 10 a.m. in the morning. Why not? <laughs> Day drinking. What? Man up. That's healthy. I, I also want to do another cooking show with Chiaki. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, Drag all the crap down to, to the kitchen. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> that could have been fun to, to do to do today if we thought about that. So, 
Ooh, yeah. I could do a t- uh, how to make uh, how to make gyudon. I'm good at making gyudon. How now. to make gyudon? Yeah, gyudon's really good and it's really easy. One of the five foods that, that people in Japan eat. I really want gyudon now. Ah. Let's see. What are the five foods in Japan people eat? Side tangent: rice, noodles, gyudon, miso, fish, and pork. That's it. There's six. Mm, All right. Again? Yeah, sometimes. Um. Anyways. So all in all. All in all. Yeah. Um, the show has had its fair share of catastrophes. Been a couple times the website has gone down. People have emailed me the website is down, and I've had that difficult like lump in my throat going. I don't know how to fix it. I will say, however, that there are that none of the technical problems that we have are due to the lack of the passion to make the podcast episode. Oh, wow. Well, think about it. It's been four years, and mm-hmm. we have, if you count the hentai episodes, we have almost 200 episodes. Yes. That's almost an episode a week. But I know of other podcasts that have been around for like 12 years, and they only have 100 episodes. Yeah. So that means that there's like month-long gaps in there where the poor listeners have to suffer without entertainment. How will they get their grocery shopping done? How will they get their exercise routines done? How will they make it through work? I don't know. But, yeah, it's definitely something that I can't believe I've been dedicating that much of my life to this show for the past couple years. Leave us a review on iTunes. It'll make me feel better about giving up my life to you. (laughs) I'm kidding. Not really. Um, So, is there anything else? I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I know some people um, aren't really a fan of of non-specific anime-related topics, but it has been over 120 episodes since we talked about the show. And uh, it was just us today, and it was a requested topic. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, so we're going to take another quick news break, and when we come back, Chiaki has a very enthralling review on Hiro no Kakera Season 2. It's lots of pretty boys. Stay tuned. out there this is Chiaki and this is your anime news break first up an official website for the fantasy adult television anime launched this past Saturday the series will center around a science fiction world where dolls quote-unquote fight and power up with special cards which I can already see the merchandising for the anime will premiere here in Japan in July and the website has also announced that a manga with character designs by Anmi have debuted in the April issue of Katakawa Shoten New Type Ace magazine also this past week. So it sounds like it could be an interesting addition for those of you who are fans of Magical Girl-esque things. And speaking of Katakawa Shoten, the April issue of Katakawa Shoten's New Type magazine has announced several release dates for spring anime. Some highlights are Dansai Bunri no Crime Edge will premiere on Wednesday, April 3rd on Tokyo MX. Also premiering on Tokyo MX on April 7th is Gargantia on the Verundros Planet, or Suese no Gargantia. 
And lastly, Toaruku Gaku no Railgun S, the second season to a certain scientific railgun, which I know is incredibly popular with many fans in the Japanese and international anime communities, will also air on Tokyo MX on April 12th. So some looks like some great things already are being announced for this next anime season. In other news regarding licensing and other companies, Media Blaster's CEO John Sarabella has recently posted a message this past week on the Media Blaster's official website regarding many of its current licenses. They confirmed that Media Blasters no longer has the rights to Bakuman, Roroni Henshin, and Berserk television anime series. They had once acquired the rights to Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei and Moyashimon, but the company has no plans to release them. These titles can, can and may be licensed by another company. They also announced on Facebook that they will not be releasing Squid Girl Season 2, and added that its Anime Works, Tokyo Shock, and Kitty Media labels are the only Media Blaster labels that will continue to acquire and publish titles in 2013. Media Blasters will specifically focus on the Kitty Media label, with the company releasing at least one Kitty Media title per month in 2013. So it's kind of interesting to see how this company is evolving over time, and it'll be interesting to watch to see the future of it. And finally, one more magazine announcement, this time coming from Kodansha's weekly Shoten magazine, announced that a television anime adaptation of Koji Seo's A Town Where You Live, or Kimi no Irumachi, a manga, has been green-lit. Shige Yatsu Yamaguchi is directing the anime at Gonzo, and Reiko Yoshida is in charge of the scripts. Terumi is designing the characters, while Keichi Oku is composing the music. So it'll be another anime coming up to look forward to. This is Chiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be back to the show soon. What do the Anime Addicts Anonymous hosts think of My Little Pony? If you're a dude older than 12, <laughs> you really should not be watching My Little Pony. And if you are, go eat some chicken wings. Anime. I'd rather watch the Smurfs. Smurfette was hot. Addicts. I'm pretty sure I set a few My Little Ponies on fire when I was a, when I was a child. Anonymous. No, that's cool. I'm just saying that like, My Little Ponies burn real nice because they're made of plastic. Podcast. Visit us at aaapodcast.com, iTunes, Facebook, and live from Japan on Ustream.tv. Hey, this is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto Uzumaki, and I am an anime addict. Use your Rasengan! And we're back to the 169th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a lovely spring day here in Japan, and you know, although it was 70 degrees yesterday, the inside of my house feels like it's uh, you know a meat locker, for, huh. for lack of a better word. That's because, as we've mentioned many times, Japanese houses are built entirely out of wood without insulation, designed to let air flow through them. Yes. So yeah, you say to Japanese people, what is the deal with the freezing cold houses? Especially since so much of the Japanese population is elderly. I, I mean, I live in Ibaraki, the prefecture of Ibaraki, which I feel like is, is it's like the Florida of Japan. Everybody retires and comes to Ibaraki to live. But 
old people get cold really easily and so i think to myself why Especially tiny old japanese people with no fat yeah i mean like some of these people are so small i mean 110 pounds and the men and i'm, and I'm thinking like it must really be hard to have your house be so cold and i have never i tell you i've never had a more uncomfortable uncomfortable shower in my life where you you basically get into your shower turn the water on and ice comes out of it and you're like huddling huddling against yourself in the shower and shivering for the first five minutes of the shower until the shower heats up dying for warmth the chat says toughen up (laughs) (laughs) they love us all right so i guess i'm doing uh, uh, i'm doing this review shaggy's doing a review on hiro no kakeda which is a show that i have not seen but i know that it has lots of pretty boys in it so i guess i should start by saying uh this is hiro hiro no kakeda season two um did you watch the first season i did Okay. I reviewed it. Oh, I forgot what episode I reviewed it in, but I did review it. Well, I'll look it up for you. Um, but uh, I know I got a 2.5, which, you know, looking back, I might have reviewer's remorse on that one. Um, but uh, anyways, Hiro no Kakeda, season two. Um, general plot summary. Using the handy-dandy search function on the website, oh. I was quickly able to discover that you reviewed this in episode 143. Yeah, I didn't think it was, it was too long ago, all things considered. Um, so, general plot summary. The story continues to fall, follow uh, Tamaki, and she's the special shrine priestess that saves the world from evil. Um, and her five guardians, and by five guardians, I mean reverse harem of Bishis. Um, it picks up exactly from where the first season stopped last, uh, last first season, where, uh, Takumi, one of Tamaki's guardian, is, of course, the forerunner for her affections, and, um... The forerunner? The forerunner, yes. How, how, how many times does the forerunner change? You know, actually, all things considered, not that much, if you really look at the, th- the piece as a whole... But there's definitely enough of other options there for, to make the fangirls happy and the fan fictions long. Um, but uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, you know. Um, anyways, um, so uh, so, but of course there are problems in paradise. Uh, the monster within him is on the rise. Logos is back and is determined to circumvent all plans for their own interest i haven't seen this show so what's the monster within him uh it was from the end of the last season okay i don't really want to spoil it because it was the end of the last season okay all right i don't see how you can do a review on season two of a show and then not include any of the actual information about it well the whole show he has a monster sealed within him the whole season can't be a spoiler well it's a new it's a you know well there there's not much more important than he has a monster sealed within There's him. There's a monster inside him. When no. will it come out? No, at the end of the first season, he had a raging monster, and um, Tamaki quelled it, and the the end. Okay. <laughs> the end, Mitsugi. The end. Um. Yes. And and the chat calls for innuendo. <laughs> it is. It is. He had a raging monster inside him, and his woman quelled it. Yeah. There you go. Use your imagination. <laughs> um, t- 
technical stuff. Does it even matter for this show? Um, I know many people are interested in this kind of thing. It does matter, okay. I don't even think it matters. But uh, Hidono Kakeda Season 2, unsurprisingly, has pretty much the exact same staff as the first show. The directors, script writers, chief animation director, series compositions, um, character designs, and just about everything else is done by the same people. The only person that changed is the music. Um, the music for the second scene is done by Hikaru Nanase, which didn't really have anything worth um, noting particularly on her, her bio. Oh, wow, this, game, um, th- this anime has a game for PS2. Yes, yes. I um, wonder what it's about. It was it. The first season was based off the game, actually. Oh. The game came first. Well, there's your first mistake. Um, but uh, so as I'm, I'm gonna get to that. Um, but pretty much, I'm gonna say something good about the show. Um, hmm. because I, 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 I should say something good about the show. Um, the the opening's really good. In fact, the opening's better than the first season, and the opening for the first season was pretty good. But otherwise, the music is pretty much your generic of generic land type of thing um there might be an action sequence or sentimental moment that might stand out here or there among you know others but it's it's not even anything that you remember as going like oh that was really good after you've even just finished the episode um the art is of the same style as the first season of course um and it looks nice uh, but the animation quality itself, I would put as below average, maybe just below average. Um, this opening theme is awesome. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, it's really it's really good. Um, and I, I would almost even venture a guess that maybe the animation was a little worse than its predecessor, but I didn't go back and watch the first season to compare because I don't, I don't, I'm not going to put it, waste any of my, more of my life. Um, <laughs> review, it didn't have much to live up to. Um, and, and that's really the thing with the show. It, the first season was based off an old PS2 game, and the second season progresses that which is an already basic story, and further ways that, all things considered, weren't really necessary or that big of a deal. Um, obviously I am a girl. I, I don't follow rule, what is it, 64 of the internet. Um, and... <laughs> you liar. <laughs> you, you liar. I know, I'm a trap. That hair's fake. Um, the boobs are fake. <laughs> but, uh... It's... It's possible to find the first season charming. In a kind of shut your mind off and look at the pretty boys and squeal at the romance kind of way. Um... But, I'm... Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. It's a spoiler, but on episode 215 of this podcast, Chiaki will indeed reveal that she is a man. <laughs> you heard it first! Um, Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> um, anyways. But, uh, I might be a little bitter that I wasted another six hours of my life watching the same reverse harem run around and do more shit that I couldn't care less about. Um, but, uh, so I don't want to launch into a complete haterade fest. The second season did do some things that I think were improvements, however slight, over the first season. Uh, the number one being a, a faster-paced plotline. The the second season really did hit the ground running, and um, they didn't waste any time in in getting things done. Which, of course, the first season, the first oh, it's been a while, but I want to say like three or four episodes were just meeting all the bishies. 
Um, which for a 12 episode show, that's about half of it. So she's still being a priestess. Anyways, but a faster paced plotline and more involvement with various characters, um, including some character development, I will say, that was missing from the first season. Um, they, there was definitely a little bit more of a depth to characters in this season that I, I thought was actually kind of nice. Um, How long is the second season? It's 13 episodes. Okay, that's not, well, at least you didn't have to suffer for too long. It makes it a 26-episode series in total, because really you should just put the two seasons together because it's one continuing story. Um, If you haven't seen the, if you watch the first season, you want to watch the second season, you haven't seen the first season in a while, the first episode they spend reminiscing basically about the fir- the all the events of the first season so it's kind of like a here's a refresher um and if you don't really feel like watching the first season for whatever reason i guess you don't really have to because there's not that much deep stuff going on there was even some some more of the the romance being fleshed out um between the two main characters which was i guess kind of surprising in a harem show that they were kind of going with one angle and for by all by as far as a harem is considered sticking with that kind of thing through most of the show so that was a little nice um but it really everything was was basically too little at the end of the day and it, it and it's enough it's not enough to spare the show some hate and this show falls in the realm of generic romance at the absolute best it's everything you've seen before and a lot about and a lot of what three-fourths of us never wanted to see again um if you are a huge lover of romance anime, this this is for you, with without doubt. Um, or if you love reverse harems, it's gonna have bitches for days. Um, and and you know, as as far as reverse harem shows go, I would actually put this a little bit higher because it it did have a a decently fast paced plot. It wasn't anything original, but it was entertaining. Um, but. If you're looking for a substantial realistic love story, this really isn't it. And if you're looking for anything else, you're not going to be, you know, happy with this. Well, of course it's not a realistic love story. It's a harem. Yeah. So right off the bat, you know that you would know that no nobody should ever tolerate being in in a harem relationship. Well, it it's not that's what I was saying earlier in the review that it's not as severe a harem because they actually pick one guy and they pretty much go with that the whole time. Mm. Um, it but doesn't really seem she like much sur- of a harem. It's well, better than amnesia. Well, she is surrounded by a bunch of hot men, and there's definitely, like, scenes throughout that are just enough for the people that want to read into it. They can they can find it. Um, but, uh... Is she, less of a, is she less of a slut than the girl from Amnesia? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. She actually remembers them. Um... But so many men she can't remember. My recommendation for those who watch this remains for people who either watched the first season and loved it. Um, which, speaking of this, after that kind of recap er, uh, episode, this season does get off to a bit of a confusing start, even if you have seen the first season. Um, so I just just know that's there. Um, <laughs> if you really want to watch this, um. But overall, and in the end, I I could slam this anime a lot for what it is, and I I likely should. Um, Everything is average and mediocre, and it's it's what we've seen countless and countless times before. But to be fair also, it is what it is, and 
if you're looking for average and it fits average romance or just anything romance, it fits the bill and it's a lot better than a bunch of other shows that make me want to gouge my eyes out. There are way too many shows that I just want to be like, oh my god! I mean, I definitely was done after the first, like, four episodes in watching this show, but, um, or the second season especially, um, but, but it is average, and for that I'm gonna give it an average score, so I'm gonna give it a two. I gave the first season a two and a half, and even though I actually think the second season is a little better, it creates a net score, if you average those, of a 2.25, which then ends up <laughs> You're being... You're trapped right in the middle, aren't you? Which then ends up being, if you put it on a 10 scale, a 4.5, and that sounds about right to me. Um, and, and maybe the romantic in me saved it a little, but it definitely ends up being one of those things that it's just an average score, so I feel like it should get an average score. I don't want to hate on it more than what it is, than what it deserves, just because it's average. Um, and, but, you know, if you're one of the people who hated it and you want to slam it a lot, lot more, there's, there's definitely more than opportunity. Well, the first, uh, barrier should be that if you don't like reverse harems, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. But that's, that's the thing, though. This is definitely a show that knows what it is and it caters to that element of kind of, like, fantasy and, like, dreamy fantasy romance. And so, I mean, if that's what you want, then this show is perfect for that. If it's not what you want, then then don't watch it. Um, but it's a good, yeah. If, if 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 you see that it's a, rev- just look at the screen caps. There's like yeah. 17 horny, uh, you know, pretty boys and one girl. The poor girl. She, yeah, she must be busy. But um. If you don't think you like that kind of a show, you know, lots of lots of pretty boys and uh, reverse harem going on, then maybe you shouldn't. Don't stick your fingers into this into this cookie jar. Oh, me too. What? That became an analogy that made me uncomfortable. I don't know where your mind is. Where everyone else is in. You've been watching is... too many. You've been watching too many reverse harems, Jackie. <laughs> I'm. My mind is with the raging monster. That's, I bet it is. That's being quelled by a womanly touch. Well, thank you for your review. It sounds dreadful. <laughs> I really hope if there's a third season, I'm not watching it. I can say that. Well, okay. Well, all right. All right. Well, on that note, it, you speculate that there will be. I mean, did the first, did, did, did the end of the second season provide any any definitive closure that the first, that the end of the first season did not? I didn't, I didn't feel like it needed a second season after the first season, so I don't, I'm not even going to try to speculate because clearly I'm wrong. So, <laughs> it's, it's one of those types of shows that they can make it go as long as they want to make it go. You know, yeah. they've already, they've already in my mind for the second season brought back the enemy that was in my feeling resolved from the first season. Got it. So, um, you know, it's, it's, if they want it to keep going, they'll make it keep going. It doesn't matter how close the ending may or may not be or how close you feel it is. Okay. Well, I thank you for everybody who came to watch us live tonight. We are sorry that we were so late. Daylight savings time. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, for those of you listening on iTunes, it doesn't matter. So, Yay. you can but you can find us at the website www.aaapodcast.com. Come play the trivia. Come check out the blog, all the all the uh, the fun search function. Check out all the past reviews, and of course, visit the forum. And since you mentioned the blog, don't forget that uh, 
fans of the show are welcome to submit blogs with our submit a blog function. So yeah. uh, don't forget about that. We're also on iTunes, so come check us out there, facebook.com. You can check out the photo feed on Twitter, which we walk around Japan and randomly see an anime picture or merchant piece of merchandise, and we'd say, oh, we should upload this. Yeah. And, of course, live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ustream.tv. So thanks to everybody for coming by. The ending theme tonight is Enter Enter Mission from the anime Girls in the Panzer by the artist Ikumi Nakagami. And we'll see you all next week on Anime Action on this podcast. Take care, everyone. See you later.